0: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. This month, we're talking about beautiful minds, intellectual giants whose work had an extraordinary impact. Today, we're heading back to the 17th century Spanish colonies in America to talk about a fascinating poet, scholar, writer, and nun. Meet Juana Inés de la Cruz. Juana Ramirez de Azbaje was born on November 12, around 1651, in San Miguel Nepantla, in what was then the Viceroyalty of New Spain, and is now Mexico. Juana was born to parents who were not married and who didn't have much money. Her mother was Creole and her father was Spanish. Juana had little formal education but was extremely intellectually curious. Juana's mother saw much promise in her daughter and sent her to live with relatives in Mexico City. There, Juana's immense intelligence drew the attention of the viceroy. In 1664, he invited Juana to court as a lady-in-waiting. It's said that the viceroy also had Juana's intelligence tested by 40 scholars. In 1667, Juana decided to become a nun, thereby becoming known as Sor Juana. She did so, citing a total disinclination to marriage and wishing for freedom to continue her studies. After a quick stop at a different order, Sor Juana settled at the Convent of Santa Paula for the rest of her life. At the convent, Sor Juana studied, wrote, served as the convent's archivist and accountant, and taught music and drama at the convent's school. The viceroy and vicereign of New Spain continued to support Sor Juana, and that gave her a lot of freedom for a woman at that time. She became the unofficial court poet, kept up correspondence with others at court, and had her works published in Spain. Sor Juana excelled at all forms of poetry in the Spanish Golden Age, including sonnets, romantic ballads, and more. Her writings were witty and inventive, and she touched on themes of morality, religion, satire, romance, and courtly praise. She referenced classical, biblical, mythological, and philosophical sources. Juana also wrote carols and religious and secular plays. She wrote an extraordinary amount. The modern edition of her complete works, as edited by Alfonso Mendez Pancarte and Alberto G. Salceda, is four large volumes. In Sor Juana's works, she posited women as reasonable and knowledgeable, rather than passionate. In her poem Hombres Necios, she points to men as being guilty of the foolish antics they say are the follies of women. Juana wrote many poems in the first person, about everything from love to fame to intelligence, always from the position of a strong intellectual woman. Her plays featured leading ladies who were witty and brave. Sor Juana wrote about the many hurdles she overcame throughout her life and her thirst for learning, and, quoting an Aragonese poet, wrote, One can perfectly well philosophize while cooking supper. Juana also wrote about her native country. Some of her works blended Aztec and Christian religious beliefs, and her carols mixed native Mexican, Hispano African, and Spanish languages. Sor Juana became quite well-known in Mexico and Spain, but with fame came controversy. Sor Juana's special status, granted due to her relationship with the viceroy and vicereign, slipped once the leaders returned to Spain. In 1690, the Bishop of Puebla published Sor Juana's critique of a sermon by Antonio Vieira and suggested that she should spend more time on religious pursuits. Sor Juana had not given her consent to the publication. She responded by defending women's right to seek knowledge, citing important learned women from throughout history, including in biblical times. She used words of Christian scholars, including St. Jerome and St. Paul, to support her claims. Eventually, Sor Juana's fight died down. She stopped writing so much, sold her library, renewed her religious vows, and did penitence. Sor Juana died on April 17, 1695, in an epidemic. Sor Juana's legacy lives on in her many writings and her apparent genius. She's become a symbol of Mexico and appears on the 200 pesos bill. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another beautiful mind. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.